Good testimony of this. It says, God is saying that not one thing has failed. The Lord spoke this concerning him beforehand and before they got into the promised land. The Lord is speaking ahead of time. He's telling them the victory. So God is reminding them that everything he said to them is going to happen. See, the Spirit wants to take you from the situation that you're in right now and walk you step by step into your victory. See, God calls things that they are not as they are. And God says things ahead of time for you. He said also he's ready, he's already there at your victory. See, God is already there at the place to receive what you've been leading for. See, the prophets, they, they speak from the future, for the future, but God takes them to a place they get to see the future. But God is calling your future as though it is now. Mm-hmm. To him it's already done. Amen. He said you need to meditate on the word of God. The word of God has the power in it to produce the fruit of what it says. The victory is the place that you live in. And God wants to take you there, there by revelation. That he will tell you some things that is forward-looking. And God has no limitations in time. See, when people speak prophetically, they are speaking from a future point. And God's Spirit can take you there in a place of victory, a place that is already done. Since your spirit does not know the Yes. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians 5.17. And it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. Then we're heading to 1 Thessalonians 5.23. It says, Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way, that you may your whole spirit and your soul, body, keep blameless until your Lord Jesus comes again. But so your spirit was breathed out from God into your mother's womb. But your spirit went into the, to the womb and your body was formed. But so so your spirit returns to God and you stand before him and you receive rewards for what you have done with what God has gave you. Who says your your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. Part of you is is not redeemed, but has to be renewed by the word of God. So we're going to uh, Romans 12 too. And it says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may be proved that it may be good and acceptable and perfect the will of God. See, you were taken to a place called victory in your spirit when you were born again. See, your spirit has a home. 
But it's not here on earth, but your spirit is with God. See, your, your spirit communicates with God because the Holy Spirit is inside of you. And if you are born again and spirit-filled, that you have everything in you already that will cause victory to come into your life. Hmm. Yes. The Spirit of God in you knows nothing about defeat or lack. The Holy Spirit in you also is working with your spirit to take you into a place Unconditional. You you have victory, totally victory, every place you do, every place you go. See, the mind will reason a wrong path, but people choose with their will to to walk on that path, but that path will lead to destruction. But but your mind does not participate in in the born again experience. But your mind, will, and emotions have to be renewed. So your soul has to be transformed by getting into the Word of God and eating it and allowing it to become part of what you're thinking. See, when you get into, when you get into your soul, decide with your spirit, being a two powerful parts of you there in agreement. See, your spirit is in victory. Your mind can be thinking wrong thoughts, and your body must decide with your thoughts. But then you have two different parts of coming against your spirit. See, the, the flesh, it works against God, but does not desire what God desires. But the spirit does, desires what God desires. See, renewing your mind of the Word of God causes your will to bend, to turn towards God. Then your spirit inside is your soul. See, your body is a part of you that needs to be disciplined. Since Paul said this, he said he could be disqualified from the race by letting his body rule him. See, your body could be disqualifying you so your spirit is waiting to be in victory all the time. See, the key here is the victory is the Holy Spirit coming into your life, into your spirit, overcoming your soul, and causing it to come into submission to your spirit. See, then your spirit and your soul can tell your body what to do. That's right. See, the, the God that we serve speaks and he keeps his word to us. See, God is speaking victory over us. Amen. Let's go to Zephaniah 3.17. Zephaniah 3.17. Yeah. says, For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. And he will take delight in you with gladness with his love, that he will calm all fears, and he will rejoice over you with joyful songs. Let's go into Psalms 23.4. He says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And it says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. See, this, this even in the worst times of your life, you do not have to fear evil, because God is already there with you. God has never failed. And he's always in victory. And it reminds me of the, of the boat of the disciples. The Lord says, go across, and we'll go to the other side. Well, they got in, went to a place, the storm came through. And they, they panicked a little bit. They asked Jesus, Jesus, what did you do? He got up and rebuked the storm. So no matter what storm you're in, Jesus' victory is already there. Because he said, get in the boat and go to the other side. And it's already been done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Psalms... 34-7. This here, the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. What, what this promises is that angelic help is coming to help us out, to make the victory as well. Not just the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but the angels. See, once you have your soul and your body in line with your spirit. And you start walking with God. And you have the fact that the Lord is with you even in the valley of the shadow of death. See, if you fear the Lord, angels come to deliver you. See, angels are mighty warriors. Angels are always sure that the Lord has sent them and they have the victory. And they are looking for your cooperation. Work with them. In, in Psalms 40, 1 through 3, it says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me, and he heard my cry. He also brought me up out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay. He said, set my feet upon a rock, and he established my steps. Says he also put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Says many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. See, God wants to, he wants to deliver us. He wants to establish our character. But he needs to get you to where your, your heart is fully with him. See, your soul and body follow suit. With all the parts of you walking in unity together. See, when you start to speak the spirit realm through your mouth, your body is allowing those words to form through the tongue. If you allow the spirit of God to speak through you. See, the spirit is going to talk about victory. See, your spirit's already there. But the Holy Spirit is already there. But you must go through in spirit, body, and soul as a whole person. And the Spirit wants you to yield to the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Philippians 4.8. And 
And it says, finally, brother, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, report. If there is any virtue, if, there's, if there is any praiseworthy, meditate on these things. See, when your, your mindset is being renewed, you have to tell your mind to think of good things. See, there are no demons allowed in victory. Because right. yeah. they don't even want to be there because they have been defeated. Right. They don't qualify to even be there. Right. And our victorious Lord Jesus Christ, said he fought the battle and won for us. So he brought us back now that we walk in the reality every single day that we will yield to the Spirit. See, we need to meditate on the Word of God daily. Just allow your soul to be transformed by eating the Word and allowing it and because of part of our thinking. Allow it to become part of our thinking. And we need to write things down as the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Because there's going to be times where he's going to ask you to speak out to help someone to bring into their victory. And this is, this is what we need to take care of. To see, we are not only supposed to walk in victory, we are supposed to speak that out as we're going into a, into a different realm. See, there is a, a purpose of victory that is forward-looking, forward-speaking. To say that the Spirit of God is wanting to say something through your mouth that's prophetic, prophetic because you're forward-looking. He is speaking in where you are going. The thing is, God is going to give you words to speak. Mm-hmm. Those words are going to be forward-looking or from your future. So you need to yield to the Spirit that the Holy Spirit within you is waiting to pray out perfect prayers. In Romans 8, 23, and it shows likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness. We do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Holy Spirit Himself makes intercession for us from groanings which cannot be uttered. See, the key here is the victory is a place that God has placed in your spirit by the Holy Spirit. And you need to maintain that by always allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to your future. See, the first responder is your spirit. And once the Holy Spirit starts to move in you, you're going to want to say something and do something. See, your body is going to be motivated. And your soul is going to be motivated to do something, to manifest the God through your body and your soul. See, your spirit wouldn't be trapped anymore because you're going to a place called victory. See, you can't Participate in the victory in a physical first. 
is not something that you can do physically. See, God wants you to get into victory and also have it be done in a domino effect where you affect other people so that is the ministry. See, ministry in the perfect form is when God comes to you and you encounter Him. He ministers to you and when you minister to others from that place. See, if you get a touch from God but you don't allow it to come into your soul and your body and put it into action. You stay in a shell. So you have, you have had experience, but there is no presence. So other, other people don't experience your experience. See, victory has to transfer from a word of the Lord that comes to you. To the very fact that you have evidence of victory in life. And this is where it's at. So it's going to be in your, your body is going to be healed. Your mind is going to be set free. And so your finances are going to be set free. Your relationships are going to be set free. And freedom comes out and starts to hit everything that you touch. To where you prosper in every area of your life. Now that's the whole victory. Amen. Amen. See, if we allow God to visit as He touches us, then He'll allow you to change the way you think, act, and talk. And start to speak out of the Spirit from that place. So then you have locked yourself into the place of victory. See, now your soul is participating because you are saying it through your mouth. <coughs> your victory is a place for all parts of you to be in, not just your spirit. See, we have to speak out through your mouth for what the Lord has for you. The God wants to touch you, but He wants you to be changed. See, if you really want a place called victory, you have to, to take what you hear under the anointing and implement it into your life. And start to rehearse what was said and speak from the same spirit. And then you can operate in the anointing that, that that person was experiencing when they speak it. So that is an impartation. See, when we take what was given to us and freely give it to someone else, that they can have it, walk in it, and they can give it out. That's what the body of Christ is all about. <laughs> See, we need to receive the impartation of what God has given you. So when you go someplace, you have to be able to carry it out. And when you when you walk into that, see when we encounter revelation, it has to be it has to be break the, the flesh. It has to break your will. It has to turn you into another person that's already inside of you. 
But your emotions can feel certain things that are totally contrary to what God has for you. So you have to learn to manage that. You have to turn. You have to learn, discern in your spirit and walk in that spirit. See, from now on, every day, we should be rehearsing from your spirit, speaking out your spirit. You start to pray in the spirit from a certain place inside of you. So you start to speak the word of God in a place called victory. Let's go into Psalms 138, 7 through 8. It says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will receive me, and you'll stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies. And your right hand will save me. It says the Lord will perfect what which which he concerns me. Is your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. But do not forsake the works of your hand. See, the scripture here that reassures that God knows everything about you. That he will he will perfect everything about you. Let's go into Isaiah 26.3. And it says that you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is to stay on you because he trusted you. It says if you like someone comes into and so this is like perfect peace is like emperor it comes in Someone comes in and it takes over and delegates how your environment will, will be. Your mind has to yield to the good things of God. Because God will keep you in perfect shalom. Nothing broken, nothing missing. See, this is an implication of a, a wholeness, prosperity in your life. This is because you've decided to set your mind on him. In Isaiah 40, 31, it is shown, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. See, those who stay there with the Lord will be renewed. So there is power from the Holy Spirit as transferred. And it says God did not form a weapon against you either. So let's go to Isaiah 53 17. And it says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the inheritance of the servant of the Lord Jesus. But and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. See, we have promises in the Word of God that there's not one weapon that can be formed against us. It will not be able to succeed. See, God is force. If you meditate on these things, you get your mind sided with your spirit. 
and you're going to feel a lot better to experience supernatural things in your life. Let's go to Matthew 18, 18. It says, Surely I say unto you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. See, you have the authority. If anything is not right, you need to do something about it. You can make the change to get the victory that you need. And Luke 10, 19 through 20. It says here, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the Spirit are subject to you but rather rejoice because your name are written in heaven. <laughs> See, the, the devil and all the, all the demons are against God. So they are God's enemy. They have them as enemies because you are a child of God. See, the enemy is God's enemy first. So anything he does to you He's, he's doing it towards God. Because God is, is his target. Because you are the one who has been adopted in. So now you are associated with God. The enemy comes up against you. See, Jesus said that you are going to trample on scorpions and serpents because he has given you authority over them. Jesus has given you authority over all the enemy. And this is the perfect place of victory. So you have been given the name of Jesus. That is that name demons have to listen to. The victory is being enforced from the throne of God. Jesus is at the right hand of God. And he has total authority. And now we must enforce this place of victory that God has given us. And we must take authority over the enemy. See, we need to, to speak the word of God from the place of victory. Start taking authority over the enemies regarding areas of your life where you're not experiencing victory at all. And uh, we're going to the John 16.33. And it says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have tribulation. But to be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Yeah. Amen. And it says here, You have not been left alone. Says, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit likes victory. He likes to lift people up. The Holy Spirit likes to choke. Yeah. Likes to shock, not choke. 
the Holy Spirit likes to shock people sometimes by becoming, coming in and changing their reality. See, the Holy Spirit is a person who was sent by Jesus. The Holy Spirit is here and He's enforcing your victory. So He's inside of you enforcing your blessing. He's enforcing your victory. See, the Holy Spirit wants to take you up to the realm where you will experience total victory all the time. And you can be caught up and see the standpoint of what's going on. If this can affect you in your soul and your body. See, in Romans 5.17, for by the one man's offense, death reigned through the one. Much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the, the gift of your righteousness will reign in life through one Jesus Christ. See, reigning is, is life is where God lives. You have received the abundance of grace and you rule and reign for life. See, the Holy Spirit inside of you is, is ruling and reigning in abundance of grace that used to be that, that death reigned. But now, life is reigning in you because of the abundance of grace. See, in Romans 8, 1 and 2, it says here, Now, in case is closed, this remains no accusing voice condemnation against you, those who are joined in life union with Jesus Christ, is that the anointed one for the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. See, there are all these benefits we should be participating in. The Holy Spirit reminds us of these things, shows us these things, and sometimes victory slips because we don't continuously think about and doing things with it. But the thing is, we need to rehearse these things, put those things into our, our lives through talking, giving, ministering, and testifying the encounter that we have. See, every time you encounter a revelation from the Word of God, you should be allowed to come out of your mouth and to be implemented into your life that you should actually do what you, you read. You should take a step in brother and let it become into part of you. And everywhere you go, you take the environment of heaven with you. Amen. And you take the presence with you. Yeah. And you are no longer a victim. You start, you become the victor. Yeah. Right. You start to turn things around, then the devil becomes the victim. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. And you become the victor, the victorious warrior that God gave you, he made you to be. Amen. 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 That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
know that we can be honest here. Yep. Yep. I'm not going to ask you for specifics, but who would be here that you're not getting the victory in an area of life? We're not going to ask you what the area is, but, you know, it takes strength and courage to seize an opportunity to change. And if you're here this morning and you're not experiencing the victory that Pastor Nelson talked about, I just want you to stand. We're not going to ask you what it is. You're not going to be condemned, but guess what? That can be changed and you're going to be set free. So if no one's standing, that means you got the victory in every area of your life. Come on. God told Joshua, if you want to get the promise, it's going to take strength and courage. This is what being a man is about. You stand up for what's right, but you also stand up when you need help. Amen? And Father, you see these men who are standing here this morning. And Lord, they're not experiencing a victory. It could be in one part of your life. It could be one area. But Lord, I thank you right now that your Holy Spirit is coming on the situation. Lord, you've commissioned your angels who are ministering spirits. Send forth to help those who are heirs of salvation. And Lord, I pray anointing of God right now. Lord, you said the Holy Spirit was another helper, another counselor, another standby, a strengthener. Lord, I ask that the Holy Spirit and His power stand by this man and turn this around. Change this situation and give them the victory in the name of Jesus. Lord, Tragic death. You shed your 
just in this moment to do. I'm going to wash you with the word. You know, Ephesians says, talks about washing with the water of the word. You know, you guys have these sheets. I'm just going to read. I want you to see yourself as a blessed man. You know, um, I, I just got to say this. When Elijah came to Zarephath, the woman had an, a, an image of defeat, of the end, of hopelessness. But when Elijah shared the word of God, he changed her image of defeat into victory. He said, her, she, her, her image was, I'm going to make two cakes and die. But God's image was, I'm going to multiply that meal and you're going to live. And when she did what the prophet said to do, she put God first. The Bible says that she and her son and Elijah ate for many days. So I'm just going to wash you with the word. I just want you to receive it. A blessed man is one who fears the Lord and walks in his ways. A blessed man is one who has integrity. He is blameless. You walk in God's law. You are blessed because you keep your hand from evil and you do justice and righteousness. You are blessed because you do the Master's will. You are blessed because you receive instruction and teaching from the Lord. You are blessed because you keep God's ways. You hear instruction. You are wise and you don't disdain wisdom. You listen to wisdom, which is the Lord. You watch daily at His gates. You wait at the post of His door. You find life and obtain favor from the Lord. You are blessed because you find wisdom. You gain understanding, which profits. Wisdom to you is more precious than rubies. Nothing can compare to Him. Wisdom lengthens days. It brings riches and honor. It leads you to pleasantness and peace. Wisdom is a tree of life because you take hold of her. You are blessed because you read and hear prophetic words and you keep what's in the book. You are blessed because you fear the Lord. You delight greatly in His commandments. It affects your descendants. You are blessed because you are upright. You are wealthy. You are blessed because you need instruction. You trust in the Lord and you find success. You are blessed because you trust in the Lord and you are confident in Him. You are blessed because you make the Lord your trust and you disrespect the proud and the idolaters. You are blessed because God provides for you and God protects you. God, you receive grace and glory because you walk uprightly trusting in your God. You are blessed because you keep righteousness and you, you, you do justice at all times. You are blessed because God is your strength. Your heart is set on the right path. And your strength increases. You are blessed because you're careful to walk with, stand with, and who you sit with. You don't sit with the evil, the sinner, or the scorner. You delight in God's word and you meditate in it day and night. You are fruitful, lasting, and prosperous. You are blessed because you put your trust in the Lord. 
You are blessed because you take refuge in the Lord. You are blessed because no iniquity has been imputed to you. There is no deceit in you. You are blessed because you approach the Lord. You dwell in His courts. You satisfy with the good things of His house. You are blessed because you come before His throne. You are blessed because your lawless deeds have been forgiven and your sins have been taken away. You are blessed if you have children because they are arrows of mighty warriors. You are blessed because you consider the poor. And the Lord delivers you from trouble. He preserves you and keeps you alive. You are blessed because you're a sower and a giver. You send out freely. You are blessed because you know God's voice, the joyful sound. You are blessed because you walk in the light of the Lord and rejoice in Him, His name all day. You are blessed because you're not offended of the Lord. His word, His work, or His way. And you are blessed because you believe what God says, even when you don't see it physically. Tony, I'll, 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 I'll introduce him, alright? So, take a break and then we'll come back. <laughs> 